Welcome to the Draper at Home podcast. I'm Savannah, and today I'm going to be speaking with Paul Bishop with Bishop Design by Paul Bishop. Hi, Paul. Thanks for joining me. Hi, Savannah. How's it going? Great to have you. Good. I'm looking forward to this conversation today. And Clint Childress, Director of Residential Markets at Draper, Inc. Clint, thanks for joining us. Hi, Clint. Yeah, thank you. So this is going to be a great topic. We're going to be discussing the hottest color trends in hospitality. And Paul, I've seen some of the photos of some of the projects going on. Uh, Absolutely stunning. Let's just jump right into the topic. What are some of the hottest color trends in hospitality today? Well, thanks very much, Savannah. I mean, great topic. I mean, it's, it's so diverse. I mean, there's not one single color that you can pinpoint or say this is the color of topic or this color of the moment. I mean, I know Pantone put out a color of the year sometimes or or over the last 10 years or so, uh, very Perry being the one that's out there now. However, would you use it in an interior? I I wouldn't personally. I don't think it's it's sort of adaptable to an interior space because it will start to date the interior uh, as time goes on. So I think it's only sort of current and and usable maybe in graphics or product design or something that's on trend on point at that moment in time. So, uh, you know, it's, it's very difficult to say there's one single color. I think it's, it's sort of a, a menage of, of colors. I think, you know, it, it's, it depends on people's taste, where we're designing for, which demographic we're designing for. I know, uh, you know, Bishop Design spans like three, four demographics. We have representation in the UK. Uh, Dubai is our main hub. Miami is our sort of a office that we just sort of set up. And uh, looking at Saudi Arabia. So, again, there's certain different tastes and uh, different sort of um, sensitivities that you have to play with and address. And I think, you know, looking at uh, some of the, the things that we're designing, there is a tend for maximalism in, in design in some of these places. Definitely very Miami is very sort of maximal in their sort of design approach. That affords a lot of color, a lot of pattern, uh, but not one single color, one single tone. There's a general shift as well um, for very neutral palettes. And I think you can bring those sort of neutralities into a design, but still maintain, you know, a very cool, dynamic interior aesthetic. And we can pop it with natural materials that give it that sort of inherent or innate color. So, uh, yeah, I, I think, you know, we, we get addressed and we get presented with, with multiple sort of requests. And uh, some we have to strip back, some we have to, you know, play with. I think one recently was in the Hamptons. Uh, so, you know, the, the client, Zach Erdem, he's, uh, you know, they, they're looking at doing a season two of their Serving the Hamptons show. So he came to me and he was like, well, we need a retrofit. We need to do something with the interior. Because it was a bit dated. It was a bit old. You know, it wasn't really sort of appealing if it's going to be on camera. And uh, his brief to me was like, well, you know, I want this sort of hybrid mix between Hampton style and Tulum. So, again, very two diverse, uh, you know, interior aesthetics. And, you know, Tulum being very much more earthy tone and bringing in some pattern and texture and layering through there. Whereas Hampton's very chic, you know, it's, it's very sort of, you know, very bleached out words, pops of color, uh, stripes. And, you know, it's, it's trying to create this sort of synergy and hybrid between the two. Uh, but it came out, the result was great. And I think, you know, playing with those sort of um, directives from, from clients that we have, sometimes you would never have thought of putting those two combinations together. But uh, in reality, when it actually got, uh, sort of realized it was uh, it was an incredible sort of uh, synergy between these two dynamics. So it's always great to see these things happen. And uh, it's always a surprise as well, being a designer, when you get confronted with, 
with these requests and uh, you actually think it through and you're like, actually, there is a synergy between these things. And you start to pick out the relationships and, and create this sort of, uh, you know, very sort of uh, entire sort of complete dynamic. And I think that's the beauty of what we do. Well, you brought up the Hamptons restaurant. Let's talk about that uh, project overall. Um, what was the goal there uh, of bringing the inside outside and kind of making it u- a usable, comfortable space throughout the year? Absolutely. I think that was probably the most sort of uh, inherent directive from the project. One was to recreate this interior dynamic where we fused or create this hybrid between the sort of this Tulum aesthetic uh, with the sort of handsome chic that you get and then opening up that environment. You know, it was very prominent restaurant, uh, 75 Main down on the, the, the street there in Southampton. And it was just create this beautiful dynamic between the exterior and external spaces, uh, especially you had this sort of beautiful sort of a niched area out the back that created this lovely sort of a dining experience. And then this sort of over spill onto the street. And I think that allowed itself during COVID to happen because the street was never accessible in in that sense or in that magnitude. So now everywhere is sort of migrating out onto the street street side and sort of opening up that facade, creating sort of beautiful shading uh, interactions and moments with them uh, to make it a comfortable dining experience. So it becomes more of a, you know, a whole summer round dining experience. I know in the winter, everyone goes back inside. It gets a bit chilly down that part of town, but uh, no, it was a great project to uh, to have that sort of approach with, um, you know, repurposing a, an existing space, an existing restaurant and phasing it in over time. So again, it came with its own set of inherent challenges. And uh, like, like say, just to have uh, the, the ability or, or the, the possibility to address these problems and, and create these different sort of dining dynamics. And I think that's the whole beauty with F&B, uh, food and beverage in general, and creating restaurant and restaurant environments is how it engages with the end user. And if we need to reclaim spaces back, so some of those spaces out the back weren't really that usable. I mean, they didn't have any shading. Uh, they didn't have that sort of access. So it was a, another problem we had to address and uh, hopefully created something that was, um, you know, accessible in, in the, the hollow months down in the Hampsons there. Well, that's not the only project you're working on. You've got other projects worldwide in the Bahamas and other locations. So why don't you tell us about, and you touched on it a little bit in regards to um, uh, neutral color palettes and pops of color and demographics, but worldwide, why don't you just kind of talk about that on a, on a broad scale? Sure. I'd say some of the projects we have in the Bahamas as well, I mean, the requests were to have sort of neutral palettes as well, but pop it with art. I mean, we had a very avid art collector as a client, so we could bring in and animate uh, the space through sort of the, the color through the artworks per se. Uh, he also had some favorite colors. Uh, so we had to bring in those sometimes, even if we, we didn't fully agree with them. Uh, you know, we had to sort of blend them in to, uh, to sort of marriage them with the interior as well. So uh, that was a very sort of difficult client to deal with. Great client, great mind, uh, very forward thinking. And uh, he had traveled the world. I think there was only three countries in the world that he hasn't actually been in. So it comes with this sort of vast knowledge of, uh, you know, what he wanted, what he wanted to see in there. And it was up for us to then to bring this to life. Uh, so yeah, pops of color through artwork, animation, sculptural elements. Again, we had a beautiful sort of pool deck area. It was like a, a three, four projects. We were developing an, an island, uh, which was an incredible sort of a um, project to be involved with. We were doing boutique hotel. We were doing like a multifamily residence there. Uh, plus, you know, all the uh, entertainment areas, pool decks, spas. So again, each aesthetic or each element had its own sort of driving aesthetic behind it. 
uh, but we had to marriage it all together and create beautiful synergy between all of these areas and elements so the island itself you know having beautiful naturally vegetated uh you know platform to start with as a canvas and then bringing in these sort of layers and colors and pops as we come through so nothing really sort of definitive with the the actual sort of interior itself these projects were mainly about utilizing the natural light the ability that natural light brings into an interior how color reacts uh, with that how the transition of daytime to nighttime then plays a different dynamic on it how colors start to react in different light situations as well so uh very much in the sls that we did in dubai we had different areas but the nightclub uh privilege on the the upper floor completely different elements through the daytime which was used more of an extension to the you know the commercial facilities of the pool uh and then at night where it actually took on it's a completely different sort of uh aesthetic and, and ambient as, as the nightclub so you know reactions with color reactions with different sort of lighting settings uh you know usually we we work with like 2300 kelvin so beautiful low level lighting really enhances the color so it works from day to night it works from uh you know uh, different sort of uh, ambience and, and how these spaces are animated. So, uh, like I say, it does play a, a huge important role in what we do and what we address as designers and using that sort of natural palette, uh, like I say, the pops of the green from the plantation coming in behind, you can just sort of layer it through. And, uh, you know, but color sometimes, you know, interior designers are, are afraid of color. I mean, we're very monochromatic sometimes. I think, uh, I don't know um, if you're familiar with Tono Sabito and Massimo Bottura. We did their uh, restaurant forum in uh, the Palm, in, um, in the, the W Hotel. Very, very colourful. But it had to be done tasteful. There was, there was such a, an, a range of colour coming through there. Um, his brief to me was Rimini, Italy, 1960s, uh, holidays with his family. And it was just such an enlightening brief. And the guy's a genius. But every single colour that went through there, and it was just overpowering with color but it was all in in perfect harmony there was a lovely equilibrium uh happening in there and it was like are these things all going to work together i mean this is ridiculous but it actually did and i think that was the surprise uh you know even through the shadings and the you know the shading structures that we were putting onto the the beach and the terrace areas uh were reminiscent of looking from an aerial perspective into the beach clubs of italy and rimini and, and other sort of coastal areas where you had pockets of color defining different, uh, you know, beach club environments. So again, it was a very sort of a beautiful project to be involved with, but color everywhere. There was not one area which was neutral or, uh, or white or anywhere. It was just color on color on color. And it, it, it really worked. It was just tonal layers coming through and then really strong punches, but um, it had the desired effect and uh, it, was, it was what the client wanted. So it was a, you know, a great, uh, a great result. Well, you did touch on indoor, outdoor color and shading, and we're going to get to uh, how you can create a comfortable outdoor space to increase seating capacity and usability throughout the entire year. And what do those exterior roller shades and window treatments look like? Because uh, to your point, um, you've got a color changing palette. The palette is changing colors throughout the day and evening, but you want to maximize the seating and usability. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, we're all sort of looking to expand or extend our sort of uh, seating dynamics within the interior. And what better way to do it is to create maybe, you know, confined areas, air conditioned areas that allow us to do that through shading, through burglar structures, 
through sort of uh, retractable, you know, uh, bifolds or, or shading structures itself. So I think that's something that's very popular at the moment, very current in, in our sort of trend, especially in the Middle East as well. I mean, uh, it does get very hot down there. Likewise in Miami, you know, I think people uh, are, are leaning towards more sort of external dining Miami uh, than what they used to. And I think, like I said, COVID has, has allowed that to happen. In Dubai, it's always been a consideration. You know, Middle East gets very hot, gets very humid. Uh, and, you know, we don't want to be limited to only six months of a year to dine in a certain restaurant and have that full experience. So, you know, there, there are a sort of myriad of systems out there at the moment that allow us to integrate them in into the interior, allow us then to expand and utilize external spaces that we wouldn't have had or, or reclaimed previously. So uh, having these shading structures allow us to open up when it's beautiful weather, uh, also allow us condition uh, air conditioning in there, heating systems, all this can be integrated and built in into those actual sort of products. Uh, so I think they're very versatile at the moment and allow designers like myself and, and people in that sort of hospitality sector to have very uh, sort of dynamic, versatile spaces, very flexible spaces. And I think, you know, that's what the client wants. That's what the client requests when they want to have this expansion. We're doing stuff in Miami where it does call for uh, this element to be integrated. We've got sort of internal spaces, but it's very much like a courtyard element or a contained space. And it's a natural sort of expansion uh, and overflow to use those external areas. But like I say, with weather, especially with Miami, you get the rain as well, which we experience now. So it's all about how we can control that. But they became seamless. They, you know, they have to be seamless in the transition of the application. I think with the systems uh, that are afforded to us out there at the moment, it allows us to really much sort of adapt them and integrate them into the interior with the different colorways, different claddings, different sort of tensile structures that we can get, different fabric applications. You know, you could go with metal blades, wooden blades, you can go with glass, you can go with, uh, you know, tensile uh, membranes. So again, we can add different dynamics and different surface layers to this. So, you know, beautiful, uh, beautiful products to play with. Well, on that note, Clint, I haven't forgotten about you. Let's go ahead and touch on the actual current products that are in development into those exterior roller shades that Paul's using. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so exterior roller shades have really uh, grown in popularity in recent years, especially a, a product called uh, the Zip Shade. So Draper makes a, a Flex Shade Zip product. And I think as more and more people get exposure to these products, we've seen demand just, just start uh, skyrocketing, especially environments such as restaurants, hospitality in particular, but also on homes, very common to enclose a space, right? So if you're a restaurant, you've invested in making that outdoor seating, you've invested in, in putting up the structure and, and creating the look, the aesthetic that you want. So those patrons can have that dining experience you wanna have. And if you're in a Northern climate, maybe you get to use it five months a year or if even if you're in miami it <laughs> rains it's windy there's certain days okay so how do you protect mm -hmm. that investment and this is where the zip shades can come in because they can control the wind they can tr can help uh, create an air barrier so that way you can bring in a heater or an ac unit and it's it just it's protecting that investment if you've dropped a significant amount of money for that outdoor living space or that outdoor dining experience or just that that enhanced um connection to nature, if you if you have put money into that, how best can you protect that investment? That's where these um, outdoor shading systems, these zip products that we make, the FlexShade zip product can come in, uh, perform that duty of protecting that outdoor space, protecting that investment, 
And there's certain colors that we have that can help um, uh, create, keep the view through, if you will, some darker colors in particular where your eye can focus through the material because it's darker so you can still see out, uh, but you're protected from the wind, the cold, the hot, uh, the rain, uh, the insects in some of the northern climates. And it's real important to be able to uh, protect that investment that you've uh, just spent on that outdoor space. And for a restaurant where keeping those tables open means more money, that's a very important Absolutely. investment to make. And what residential products are you guys currently developing that would uh, and hospitality? I mean, are, are you working on new products now to help increase the usability? Yeah, so there's there's a few things there. A couple of things that we've done is we um, have the ability to do some custom colors, custom patterns on fabrics to make them uh, blend in more. So we've noticed there's been a, a trend in, in residential and hospitality to want to go with a custom pattern. This, this can be an image or a photo, but a lot of times these are just like waves or lines, spots spirals, some sort of um, uh, pattern that's repeatable type of um, aesthetic there. And so we've gotten into applying those to fabrics to expand the options. And we have certain um, fabric types that certain clients want to have because that fits the aesthetic of the interiors that they, they are doing in a repeatable uh, way from home to home or from uh, commercial project to commercial project. And so we can help apply those patterns, those colors to, to fabric. So we're able to achieve that aesthetic. And when we get into new products, so that's, that's fairly newer, but some new products coming for exterior application. One is a, a tension zip product. So we're looking to have that same zip technology that we've seen vertical, but put it on top of a pergola to offer shading. Uh, so if you have one of those open air pergolas and it's open on top, well, how can I bring some shading below it? Keep that space once again usable. If you've invested in those structures, if you've invested in that space, how can we help make that space more comfortable so you can use it more year round? Well, Paul mentioned um, working with neutral palettes and then adding the pops of color. What kind of trends is Draper seeing now? Yeah, so we've had a, a lot of interest in uh, applying custom colors to fabrics uh, in that pop of color being a pattern mm -hmm. on a more neutral mm -hmm. background shape fabric color or um, such uh, uh, picking a color of the year. I heard uh, yeah. uh, the, uh, the, the purple the very color very. being mentioned there. <laughs> yes, exactly. And we've done that on a yeah. couple of shades as well um, because there, there's some trends there. Now, maybe that's not the whole uh, house. Maybe that's one wall. Maybe that's something that accentuates. Yeah. But it's it's uh, we've seen that. And, and uh, adding that color to a window shade is a small mm -hmm. and effective and also an easy way so it doesn't get dated. You can just change out the shape yeah. cloth in five, six years if you're redesigning for a new color, right? So it's um, a little bit easier and, and less expensive to do than repainting <laughs> the whole wall. And, and Clint, what are some of the solutions that you are offering right now to help people kind of follow these trends? Yeah, so we're trying to offer more of a, an aesthetic of hardware and options. We have a new flexile bracket system coming out for the residential offering that has a, a very nice open roll look to it. So the um, bracketry at the ends, the hem pocket at the bottom have a, a higher end aesthetic, more of a luxury feel to them that we feel is something that is in demand in today's residential 
uh, market. They want to have more of that sleek, rounded, open roll type of look in many markets. Some markets, depending on your aesthetic, won't, but we've seen that trend happening over the last few years. And so we've designed a new bracket hardware set and, and Himbar set to help accomplish that look. All right. And before we wrap it up, Paul, anything else that you want to add in regards to trends in hospitality? I think hospitality and you know restaurants that we frequent and eat in and out in and, and the, the hotels that we stay in you know these are we like say we're all receivers and we're receiving all of this information all these beautiful sort of aesthetics as we as we dine out and experience or stay in these sort of resorts and they do imprint subliminally back onto our psyche and that's when you sort of like oh i saw that in that restaurant i saw that in that hotel i want the same aesthetic back into my home so i think they're intrinsically linked and and that's the beauty of design it's subliminal in its sort of uh, activity and connection and let's say you see some of these shade shades and the you know the zip structures and you're like well yeah that would be a great uh you know um addition to my home and it's a bit of expansion of space that i can uh, reclaim and you know it, it just creates this sort of like conservatory sort of spaces that have been around since the age of time right in in people's homes and i think it's it's a beautiful sort of combination that people go out look listen learn and, and receive and like i said we're coming out of covid which is amazing because you know we're going back to normal we're social animals we we like to be around other people and we want to experience dining and hotels and restaurants we want to invite people to our homes and we also want to sit outside and enjoy the beautiful weather what we have in the beautiful nature and now all of this uh combines and, and allows us to do this so uh now i'm really looking forward to the times ahead now we've sort of uh, got over all this nonsense <laughs> well paul and clint i really enjoyed the conversation and thank you so much for your time today i appreciate it thank you pleasure Thank you. And if you're curious about the current and upcoming trends, you can check out draperinc.com.